Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> this is your buddy T.H. Luttrell. Uh, I'm here with my buddy uh, Detective James Gordon. Gordon, how are you? Fair. Fair. Decent. Fair. Well, you did come in today to do the pod, which is better than I can say for anybody else, any of my friends. I thought I was going to have to do it alone. Luckily, I have you here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk some movies today. Uh, first big thing on the list, X-Men Gordon. Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Um, the third one in this new Brian Singer trilogy. Yep. And uh, it's been getting mixed reviews. I haven't seen it because, you know, of course I can't get nobody to go to the movies with me. I'm supposed to be a movie reviewer, right? What's going on? Right. Nobody wants to go see anything. I actually told my nephew, I took him out to dinner. And I said, I will pay for you if you go with me to see this movie. Didn't do it. He said, no. He said, I'd rather just go home and do anything else. Mm -hmm. Which is unfortunate. But I have heard that it's been getting uh, not the best reviews. Yeah. To be fair, like this, this one has looked to be like the least intriguing to me. Yeah. Of all the ones I've seen... Because it focuses more on this big bad character versus, you know, the, the yeah. In, in the other ones, it was way more character-driven and narrative-driven versus let's get a bunch of superheroes together and fight this big bad guy. Yeah, Oscar Isaacs. Yeah, which that, I was happy about that because, you know, I, anything I've seen him in, I've liked. Oscar Isaac, great guy. Oscar Isaac, yeah. I heard the cast in this is, is was the best part about it. The new cast, not the old cast. I'm talking about, like, the new they got Sophie Turner, who is uh, Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, to come in and play Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I heard I heard all of them was great. The new storm, all that was fine. It's just like how they used Apocalypse was the biggest thing about it. Like at the beginning of the film, right? He's supposed to be this unstoppable force. He's a force of nature. He's practically a god himself. Right. And as the movie goes on, like. He's not used in the right places, and then for some reason his powers aren't as potent in some spots. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. he's not as powerful. Yeah. Just to, like, serve the the story, you know. But right. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Kind of like when Luthor built, you know, Doomsday, you know. Right. It really didn't make sense why he would, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's apparently killing at the box office right now, though, so... You know, this will be the last one for old Brian Singer. And I heard that old, uh, neither, uh, what, what's uh, the two old guys, uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, right, did not come back to do Magneto and Professor X. So this is all the the cast. That, McAvoy and, and Fassbender. Yes. Yeah. Which is, you know, you know, those guys are getting old, man. Did you see him? I don't know if you, did you see Days of Future Past? Uh, No. It was, you just watch him in there, and he's trying to walk around as Magneto. He still looks bad, but, man, you can just tell. Like, he's he's got a little bit Struggling. more gut, yeah. you know. Even though it's the end times and the apocalypse in that movie, he's just, like, he's packed on, like, 40 pounds. Yeah. You know? he, he makes Magneto a little big. Eating man. well in the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> but this Magneto, I imagine, if anybody would, it'd be him, right? Right. He can get anything he wants. Right. But, yeah, um, I'd still want to see it, even though it's gotten bad reviews, but... Hopefully, I'll be able to tell you people how it is. Like I said, we're slight. We didn't see Civil War. We didn't see Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be movie reviewers, Gordon. What happened? 
Yeah, I've been I've been <laughs> down and out a little bit recently, so I've been trying to trust me. I'm as soon as I get back on my feet. No, I know you, Gordon. But I'm back what, in there with you. What excuse does Bernard have, or Charles, or just I for that matter? Oh, there's no excuse. There's no excuse, right? No. You got a pass, Gordon, and you're still sense. here. Yeah. I can count on you yeah. when I need you. Exactly. It's these other guys, man. I don't know what we're going to do about them. Uh, some I just learned, interesting, Gordon. Loading screens in video games. Mini mm-hmm. uh, games would be fun, right? Yeah. But I've just, you know, uh, found out that, like, Namco back in the day put a patent on, like, uh, mini games in loading screens so that no other games can do it. Besides them, yeah. So that's why we're like, like in Fallout, you twirl around a little, yeah, a little doohickey yeah, to yeah. look at it. A figurine. I mean, how much more awesome would game playing be? And like, think of uh, what was that one game, Bloodborne, when you had died oh, like ten God. minutes, and then you had like eleven minutes of yeah, loading, loading screens. How much more exciting would that game be? <sighs> well, it's you know fu- I mean? it's funny because that was kind of a thing. Like the big problem with it is when it first came out, and there was a loading screen. It just said Bloodborne. So it made it seem even longer because there was nothing to look at except the title. They found a way to make it longer? Well, they decided to finally go with the tried and true method, which was to just put item descriptions up. Yeah. Like every other game that preceded it. You know? Like, why wouldn't you do the same thing? Because, I mean, those games loading screens, they're not that fantastic on consoles. So, but, you know, putting something up to read definitely helps. And, of course, putting a MIDI game in there, of course. Yeah, I mean, just make playing, it Playing video games while you're waiting on your video games. Yeah, that would be perfect. So, didn't, was Always it, keep was the it Devil May Cry that had series that had, like, some crazy mini games? Probably. I couldn't tell you. I never played those. Like, you could play, like... I know Namco owns it, so any games they have, they can do the little mini games. Yeah, I think, so. yeah, I think Namco did that. Probably, yeah. You're probably right, Gordon. I never played those games, so I can't speak on it. <coughs> yeah, it just sucks, you know. It just, I just feel like I get so much more enjoyment out of my games if that wasn't a thing. Uh, also on Fallout, Gordon, the DLC that just came out. We're talking about Far Harbor. Yeah. Fallout fans, you know what I'm talking yep. about. I uh, I watched a buddy of mine, Kevin, play it. And your first, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your first impression? That's the one. Um, it looked cool. He was struggling to not just murder everybody. That is a struggling fall. He had exploited a few uh, <laughs> loopholes and maybe gotten a couple levels up higher than he was supposed to. I see. Sitting at like level 220 or something crazy like that. That's baffling. Yeah. So uh, he went in there and was just like, you know, one hit killing everything. Right. That you do, yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, the... The premise, and I hate to say it because it it's the exact same as the fucking main campaign premise. Is New England town. There's somebody missing and you've got to go find them. And then you run into a robotic cult. Right. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. And some creatures that want to eat you. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's a little more New England-ish, you know, t- tiny town, fog, you know, all over the. Yeah. Now, we didn't get that far into it, but I've heard good things about the harpoon gun. Oh, my God. I heard that's fucking great. beast, dude. Yeah. I love it. Even though it's only, like, one shot, and then it takes, like, ten minutes to reload, you only need one shot with the harpoon gun. Worth it. Yes. I mean, it takes out anything in one shot. Multiple enemies is where you run into a problem, but... 
Yeah. Yeah, Far Harbor is the first decent DLC of Fallout. Um, the only good one, in my opinion. And that hurts, Gordon. Because, you know, I got the season pass, and I got the first DLC, and it took me maybe two hours to beat. Yeah. And it was over. And you could build robots, and that right. was cool. But it, it didn't... It wasn't like... On the past two games, they've had four solid DLCs. Mm-hmm. This one, altogether, maybe had one and a half. The second one wasn't even DLC. You could add extra stuff to build. That's all it was. Right. Like, now I can build a cooler chair for my settlement versus a wooden one, you know. It's... Did they ever complete getting... Like, did you ever... They ever put mods? Oh, yeah. This did m- they ever make them available for Xbox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never... I couldn't remember. That's all they, some people do. Okay. I wasn't sure if that, that was a thing yet. I hadn't been paying much attention since I like Definitely. played it a long it's, time ago. It's huge. It's huge, Gordon. It's, okay. a, it's an industry. But huh. Yeah, uh, this one, it was a good DLC, and I was happy about it, that we got at least one good one with a, with a complete narrative, you know, fun characters, a neat environment to explore, plenty of new places to explore. And then, but, you know, it's just like, I, I feel kind of like I got cheated versus, you know, the other two games, which you got four of these ones. All four of the ones on New Vegas were great, and all four of the ones on uh, Fallout 3 were great. But this one has just been under poor. I don't know if they're going to bring out more DLC. And New Vegas was an expansion, right? Yeah. Well, no. It was a whole new game. Was it? Yeah, my favorite one, as a matter of fact. I know it's sacrilegious to say for some, but okay. I love New Vegas the most. And I, it thought had four it, I thought it DLC was an expansion. That's no. what I always thought. No, it was a complete, full game. A lot more stuff to do, and uh, four solid, awesome uh, you know, uh, expansion packs onto it. Okay. Which this one, great game. It almost felt shorter for some reason, even though I spent nine days playing it. Doesn't that kind of sum up Fallout 4, though? It's just, like it just kind of fell short of the the great mark, like they. It was a. a it's like they rushed it to get out, kind of thing. Well, they had as much time as they wanted because they didn't. They didn't announce it until like they were going to release it, so they could have like, kept us, you know, strung us out. There. Well, yeah, I mean, it's but it's like they were, you know, they were starting to get their panties all wadded up, and they they're like, oh, we got to put this fucking game out, guys. There was probably a lot of pressure from the studio because I mean, when it came out. I mean, there were certain aspects of the the graphics, the draw rates, um, yeah. the weather that were impressive. Yeah. But there were a lot of texture issues, a lot of things that just looked not very next-gen. Yeah, you'd be at some places in the game, and you're like, wow, this is Fallout, this is awesome. And then you get to others, and you're like, wow, that looks like shit. This <laughs> looks like a PS2 game. I know, yeah, definitely. Which is, you know, what I was expecting. I'm, I'm just happy they made it a little more lighter overall. Um, I don't want to get on a full discussion about Fallout, but you know, yeah. like I said, you know, it it was it was a solid game. I mean, you know, there were textures like in Shadow of the Colossus remastered version <laughs> that looked better than some of the Fallout textures. Yeah, yeah, but it's such a big game, you know. I mean, that's yeah, but look at The Witcher. Yeah, there's no excuse. Yeah, look at The Witcher. Man. There's no excuse. Um, Gordon, what about a uh, Ghost in the Shell? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most uh, like uh, uh, renowned animes of all time. Right. Film came out in the eighties, late eighties. Akira was another one. Those two are the two that's mainly talked about. There's Ghost in the Shell and Akira. And you look <laughs> back at those old. That that's like when they brought it to America and they're like, Americans saw these two films and they're like, wow, anime is actually actually could be something you know interesting. And then you know Dragon Ball Z came out later on. 
and then it was it was all downhill from there. But yeah, uh, Ghost in the Shell, uh, great movie. You go back and watch it, and it's got that animation that was all like drawn completely, cells. It wasn't digital. Mm-hmm. So when you watch it, it's on Hulu. If anybody out there's got Hulu, you can watch it for free on there. Um, if you fucking hate your life <laughs> and you think Netflix is stupid, go to Hulu. Go to Hulu and watch commercials. Hulu, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, but uh, Hulu's got it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a plug for Hulu, by a, the way. A, a plea to them to give us maybe some money. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, it when you watch it, it just looks great because, like I said, it's not digital. It's it's nice anime. It's kind of about you know, kind of like uh, I think of um, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Blade Runner, but not boring. Hmm. Um, you know, there's robots out there. We don't know if there's robots. You know, a whole nother storyline. It gets really deep into you know uh, talking about. I mean, half of it it's it's tough to follow, but it's a really interesting story. But like I said, world-renowned anime. They're bringing it to... They're doing a live-action remake of it here in the States. Okay. And uh, the controversy is they're getting Scarlett Johansson, which we never mind seeing, because she might be the most attractive female on the planet, my opinion. Possibly. To play the main lady who is, uh, in the movie, a Asian actress... And there's a lot of controversy over whitewashing in Hollywood. Gordon, do you have an opinion on this matter? Uh, whitewashing's bad. Okay. It's bad. It's real bad. You don't want to whitewash uh, your movies. You don't want to whitewash. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's kind of the same, I guess, if I cared enough about Ghost in the Shell, personally. You'd be upset. Then I probably would. Because mm-hmm. um, a similar thing is they're trying. They were trying to do it with um, a set of movies that I'm really fond of: The Raid, Redemption, and The Raid Two: Beringal, um, which are two Thai movies that are like action Thai fighting movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, everybody knows Raid. It's amazing, right? Um, and they wanted to do an American version with just all white actors. They wanted to use the same director. Which he's a white guy, by the way. He did the two Thai movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they they wanted to redo an American version. I'm just like, that defeats the whole point of these movies. <laughs> like you're just, it's just purely you're grabbing for money now. Those two right. movies were it, made with tender, loving care. So you think that possibly if they got a Asian actress to play this. They wouldn't, you know, people go out, and it's not a real recognizable title between, you know, the majority. Right. But people see Scarlett Johansson in this neat-looking movie, they'll go out and watch it versus, you know, say, whatever Asian actress out there. Do you know many? Maybe. I mean, who could have done Lucy Liu. She's too old, man. No, she's not that old. I mean, she's old enough, right? I don't know. She could have done it. She could do it. She could do it, but, you know. Uma Thurman. There you go. Uh, she's like the go-to. Yeah, she's like you know half Asian, right? I think so. No, I think they inducted her to the, Asian culture. She's after, they inducted after her after Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's. Uh, I mean, I guess I would. I would like him. I would prefer him to get you know an Asian actress for the role. Yeah. Um, ideally, ideally, you would want to stick to the source material mm-hmm. to please fans. People that don't really know much about the source material, 
Probably won't care. I agree. Uh, next James Bond. Yes. Yes. Who do we want as the next James Bond, Gordon? What are the rumors you're hearing? Uh, Idris Elba is up there. Yeah, I think he was officially just counted out. They, they're not going to let him do I it? I think he's too old. Uh, is that is that what it was? Yeah. Um, And, you know, Superman. Uh, Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Okay. Was one that was up there. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? Right off the bat, I don't like that He looks that one. too... Superman. My favorite one, the one that I actually liked was, uh, what's his name? Um, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, from the Marvel movies. He's just dashing, and he's charming, yeah. and he's British. and he's British, yeah. He's got it all, and he kind of looks like he could be uh, mischievous. Henry Cavill kind of looks too kiddish, you know, not, yeah. not, you know, James Bond-esque, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you thinking, Gordon? Um, I heard rumors of someone else. Go ahead. I heard possible Jamie Bell getting in there. Jamie Bell? Mm-hmm. Wait, who was that again? He is in quite a few movies. Uh, he was in Looper. Uh, he was in Billy Elliot. Keep going. Uh, let me see. Let me, <laughs> let me go through his page. He's kind of, he's kind of on the outskirts. Yeah. Uh, he was in King Kong. The new the, uh, did I say Looper earlier? You did. I meant to say Jumper. Okay, Jumper. This uh, I was gonna say. King Kong. He was. Oh, he was Ben Grimm, the Thing, in the new Fantastic Four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he's young though, ain't he? Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, he was born '86. So. Okay. So, because we know Daniel Craig is done, even though he does have the ability to do one more if he wants to. They, he's not gonna. Yeah, they they were trying to, but I'm pretty sure as soon as Spectre came out, he's like, "Fuck this shit." He's done. I'm out. Yeah, he's just he doesn't want nothing to do with it. He's like, "This yeah. took up too much of my life. I want I have other yeah. things I want to do." Yeah, I've and I've yeah I've heard rumors of Jamie Bell in an article that I was reading. Um, which of all the ones that I'm hearing from you and me, uh, Jamie Bell. Yeah, I'd like him. Okay, that's solid. I vote him. I don't. You know, he's. He's technically British. He's British. Okay. You're going for a younger one. Yeah. Why maybe, not? Maybe they won't get so antsy like uh, Daniel Craig. I mean, that's that was kind of the, the whole thing. Like, but he's I, not a very I think stocky it would guy. Be a good, I think it would be a good um, point for, like, continuity. Because, you know, that's, that's kind of what they're saying. Like, with James Bond now, they're like, well, you know, 007, James Bond is just a code name. Like, different people. Yeah, that's, that's a the good reason why, theory. You know, that's the reason why there's a different actor in it. You right. know, there's different people. It's not the same guy. It's just a different person filling in the role. But that is a Bond. fan theory, Gordon. Right. That's what we got to take it But as. it makes sense. Yes. So if they wanted to run with that theory, they could say, okay, Daniel Craig, because they went through that whole ordeal with the last several movies that he was in where he was kind of getting old. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was starting to slip a little bit. Yeah. So... And he was struggling to keep up, so why not let him, you know, retire and then bring in a young guy to fill that spot? Let him play through a couple movies. What kind of interview process? Maybe is kill that? him off. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Like, okay, I want to be the next 007. Okay. Well, you know, the room is filling with, you know, sulfuric acid. In Ten seconds. You know. I mean, how's that go, Gordon? If you're this new uh, kid trying to be 007, mm-hmm. I mean, because. I mean, would he be the youngest Bond of all time if it was him? I'd imagine, right? Yeah, definitely by far. Yeah. I mean, you got old chubby. Uh, what was the second one? I can't. 
I don't think any of the James Bonds have been like under like 35. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe even older than that. I don't like, I kind of don't like the dismay that uh, Daniel Craig puts on it because who was he before James Bond? He was that guy who always did a bad American accent in the <laughs> Warcraft movie to me. <laughs> other than that, you know. Yeah. I, I personally think, in disregarding maybe one or two of those movies in his series, I think Daniel Craig has possibly been the best James Bond. Yeah. Like, yeah. I and I had this conversation with someone the other day about the best James Bond movies, period. And, of course, uh, Goldfinger came up, Dr. No came up, From Russia With Love came up, all those came up. Right. And I said, how about... Um, uh, you know, uh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what about that one? Because that, to my knowledge, from from all the ones I've seen, I've pretty much seen them all. Yeah, you, you're maybe, a Bond aficionado. Maybe one or two I've missed. Um, but that's by far one of the best James Bonds I've ever seen, just because of the way it's done. Never before have we seen a James Bond that has been human. Okay. You know, we've seen him get married with uh, Lazenby, I think, is what it was. Oh, right. You know, we've seen him take That's a couple hits here and there, yeah. Um, but we've never seen him as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? As, uh, you know, he's, he's like like you said, human, you know. Uh, yeah. He's got a character. He's not just a super spy. He's, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. As far as I go on that, uh, Daniel Craig's two out of four for me. Two out of four Bonds. Mm-hmm. Casino Royale and Skyfall. Yeah. The other two. And even, but see, even with Skyfall, I think that one was graded on a little bit of a scale. Because um, Quantum of Solace was just such a disappointment. So you think it... Skyfall kind of like, came, it came back and was like, all right, this is it, this is better than Skyfall, or this villain, is better than Quantum of Solace. Uh, Javier Bardem is that crazy, yeah. almost, you know, uh, David Bowie-esque villain yeah a little bit yeah uh but yeah uh solid franchise you know like i said you know more about it than me gordon so yeah we'll go with jamie bell like i said tom hiddleston yeah he's, he, he's uh, qualified that's, that's a great yeah that's a great option too he's, uh, he's got I've, everything you want i just i, I would like to see a, different a younger direction. adaptation of james bond yeah them going a, a, different a james way. bond in training to be james bond maybe like he doesn't even have his real name. He doesn't even have the James Bond name in the movie, like the first movie. Sign him on for a three-year deal, and his real name is, you know, Topher Paddlesworth <laughs> or something like that. And then he's like, well, you got to earn, you know, the new M's. Like, right. It's like, you got to earn James Bond. you got to earn that name. I know. I, I see what you're saying. That's you gotta, you got to earn your double cool. O license. Because that was one part about um, Casino Royale that was so good is... The beginning of the movie was him earning his double O license. Yeah. It kind of, you know. Right. The scary thing about trying to do something like this, and everybody gets on the Star Wars fans, man, but the James Bond fans are just as crazy. Mm-hmm. And if you try to mess with their continuity, they'll, they'll come after you. Absolutely. They won't play nice either. Yeah. So they just got to be careful on what they do next. Yeah. Um,. Like I said, I didn't mind Idris Elba, but, you know, everybody, I guess, uh, you know, he was too old. I have no problem with them switching up ethnicities or anything yeah. like that. That's that's fine. 
It would just it would it would basically bow down to or bow into the the fan fiction theory. Right. The James Bond is just a code name. Exactly. But yeah, um other than that, uh Gordon, uh Preacher, did you watch the premiere? Did not. But I heard lots of good things. I did. Lots I watched of promising it. things. I missed it on DVR. I don't know what's going on with my DVR, man. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't watch <laughs> it, but I watched it on the website, and it was interesting. I've never read the book. I've only always heard, oh, the Preacher series, that's one of the best ones. you got to pick it up and read that immediately. Uh, a lot of strange characters. Uh, it opens up with this guy. Well, it doesn't open, but uh, my favorite character in from what I saw was they were on a plane and there was all these rich dudes. It was a private plane and the bartender, he was having a lot of fun. He goes in the bathroom and opens a Bible and he sees like some like cultish, uh, you know, writing and he figures out, okay, they're all here for me. This is some cult that's trapped me on this plane as a bartender. And now I got to take them all out. And then you see him, he like gets shot or something. doesn't hurt him. He's taking all these guys out like crazy. He like set, <coughs> he like breaks it. Uh, one of the coolest things was he like broke a, uh, a champagne bottle over a guy's face and then stabbed another guy with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it was all over, he like took the guy who had the sta- the champagne bottle stabbed into him and like like tilted him to where he like drank out of him directly. It was yep. it was insane. But I was like, what is this guy? Is he like an immortal? He jumped off the plane without a parachute. And like freaking splattered all over the ground and ate a cow and got right back up. It wasn't until afterwards I realized he's a vampire, is what I read. He's like, uh, and you know, he, he just goes to the town, him and the preacher. I liked how all the acting was real, real strange, like, like, uh, characters. Apparently, a big thing is like, how are they going to do all the storylines within this small town? How are they going to make that work? From what I see right now, it just seemed like an interesting show with interesting characters, and I'd highly recommend it. Um, That's what I'm hearing. I hear it. Uh, it doesn't exactly stick to the source material, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be just something fun. That's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's for sure. It captures the the essence of what the comics are supposed yeah. to be like. Maybe too strange for some that aren't uh, used to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, yeah, just real weird with just some fun characters and some fun backgrounds and uh, definitely uh, watch it when you got a chance Gordon and uh, come back and tell me what you think yeah dude I, I'm definitely going to check it out I've heard mm-hmm. good things um, while, while you were talking about that I, I did a quick quick search um, over the new James Bond mm-hmm. and there's another interesting development that might be pretty interesting that might be cool Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and tell us. They're talking tell about the maybe Gillian Anderson, the Agent Scully. Agent Scully, right. As Jane Bond. Really? The first ever female Bond main protagonist to take the screen. Insanity. It'll, it'll never fly, Gordon, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never even thought she was that great an actress. Pretty interesting idea, though. If you go back Her and watch... Her just, like, sexing up men... Getting information out of them. Well, that'd be awesome, right? Um, yeah, a neat idea to do a Jane a Jane Bond, but Jillian Anderson. She's not British. That's is that's she British? The name I don't know. That's the name that pops up. 
I watched some of the old X-Files, and she really didn't. I don't know if it was just the, the time or how she was directed, but she just didn't seem like that good of an actress to me. Like, she was really where emotion didn't need. She put a lot. It was just weird. It's funny <laughs> to watch sometimes, but uh, she's got a cult following, so any uh, Gillian Anderson fans, I apologize. But, uh, yeah, I, that, that's an interesting thing. Why don't they get, I mean, who would you think could be a good female James Bond? A female James Bond? Yeah. Who's got it? F. Um, well, if she hadn't already been part of the Daniel Craig era, I would have went with Eva Green. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, but what's um, what's her name? Oh. Uh, <laughs> what's she been in? She was in uh, Sicario. She was in Looper. Dang, only two <sighs> movies I've I've never seen. <laughs> uh, she was in the Five Year Engagement. Nope. Jeez. Oh, hold on. Emily Blunt. Okay. Okay. Emily Blunt. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like Emily I Blunt. Can see it. I can see it. Um. But yeah, that's that's a tough one though, mm-hmm. Gordon. I mean. Is that going to get an outcry from the fans, the hardcore fans? They didn't even want to eat your Elba. <laughs> of course it's going to, yeah. Of course it would be outcry for it, but uh, why not? Yeah. What's, why not? I mean, I mean, me and you, I don't... Well, I'd, I'd give it a shot. You're a decent Bond fan, though, yeah. right? I mean, I really you know, never cared much about the series, but yeah. I'd I mean, there would be a lot of... Do it. There would be a lot of um, interesting ideas to explore with it, you know? How to handle? Because I mean, James Bond is very physical character, mm-hmm. uh, very, very intelligent, very quick on his feet. You know, can handle some of the biggest, baddest guys out there. It'd be interesting to see. Not that women can't handle that kind of stuff. They tend to be a little bit smaller than most men. She could. Then, then the James Bond character is ideally known for. Yeah, being in that situation. I know I'm probably fucking shoving... Don't step yeah. on any toes, Yeah, I know. Jordan. I know I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to be as uh, PC as possible here. It's not working, man. It no. it'll be interesting to see her take on the same guys. Take on a Jaws, for example. Okay. Take on an odd job the way that James Bond does. Okay. Because she would have to probably approach it in a different manner than a James Bond. Would. That's better. She Jordan. would have to be a little bit more... I guess intelligent, a little bit quicker How, on her feet. She couldn't beat these guys that the male James Bond beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would yeah. be, and you know, things like that. Change it up. How how she would approach getting information from somebody? Like, okay, let's take a step back. How many spy movies have women as the female lead? Are there any that you can think of immediately? I mean, you got Mission Impossible as Tom Cruise. You got... Uh, right. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Spy Kids? We'll go with Spy Kids. <laughs> Very good, Gordon. You pull one out. <laughs> was the brother the protagonist? Do you think that it was Cole? It was Cole, right? It's kind of 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Yeah. I agree. Spy Kids. Um, what else was going on, Gordon? F. Uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. One of the most beloved horror franchises of all time. Uh, what was your opinion on those last remakes, Rob Zombie? Um, I don't remember that much of them, so not. 
they got a lot not of fond of them. I yeah. mean, they were ripped to pieces by all the critics. They not, a lot of people didn't like where they went with the character. It was too gory, too violent, too much sex and nudity. Which yeah, that's Rob Zombie. When they hired him on to do it, they should have known what they were going to get. I actually didn't mind him that much. You know, I mean, it's like, well, they they gave Michael too much of a character. Well, I don't, I don't really care. I just thought it was a fun movie. It was off-putting to watch. I probably watched it too young and it scarred me for life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, that's what they get. But they're, uh, and the old ones, I mean, is there any of the old ones that stand out to you? Not particularly. I've never been much of a slasher film kind of right, guy. Right, right. I mean. Um, I mean, I've, I'm, I know I've seen at least a couple of them. Yeah. But uh, I've never been, like, super fond of them. Yeah. They're, they're just not my thing. I'm not a Freddy guy. I'm not a Jason guy. I agree. It's just, just not yeah. my not my cup of tea when it comes boring. to horror movies. I like more of a psychological horror type yeah. movie, something that kind of makes you squirm a little bit. Well, uh, something that got a lot of the uh, hardcore Halloween fans excited is they're ma- they're remaking it right, right, and they're bringing back John Carpenter, the Big Daddy, to As produce. A he's not directing, but he is producing. Yeah, so he's gonna have, he's gonna be on the set. You know, he's gonna be saying what's going on. He's gonna help out the guy as much as possible. And they're going to try to bring this franchise back to its roots. They're going away from the Rob Zombie mutilation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, awful stuff that was going on that, back to, like, more of a a non-character, you know, face for Michael. He's more of a force of nature versus right. a, you know, deranged yeah, madman. Yeah, in the Rob Zombie ones, it's like they were trying to give him a reason for why he was, like, a killer. Yes. Like, they were trying to show, like, backstory on him, be like, well... You, you know, this is why. Yeah. Instead of just being like, there's no reason, like, for real. He's yeah. just, he's, like you said, a force of nature. Nature doesn't, yeah, uh, um, yeah. it doesn't have reasoning. It's, right. It's not, and, it, you know, they, they chose it where, like, the reason he's super strong is because, you know, he's been in solitary confinement since he was a little kid, so that's all he does is work out all day. And that's why he can lift <laughs> men up with one arm. Right. And which in, you know, the originals, it's just he could do it because he's friggin' Michael Myers and he's a monster and he's right. scary. I'll give it to him. You know, he <laughs> held his own in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, what, uh, Michael Myers? Yeah. Was he in Mortal Kombat? In the DLC of the video game. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Are yeah. you sure it wasn't Jason? Uh, both were, actually. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm excited about this. You know, go back to the roots and see, like, especially when they bring back John Carpenter. I wouldn't be nearly as excited. I probably wouldn't even talk about this story. Had it not been for that. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do and what they're going to do in today's age with this technology, you know, that you know that they didn't have back then right. to make this film. Right. Hopefully make it interesting. I will say also on the Rob Zombie movies, I liked Dr. Loomis. They brought in Malcolm McDowell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember him. One of the greatest yeah. actors living today. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe He's in the top, what, 50? He's up One, there. 100, maybe. Yeah. He's up there. I like him. I mean, see Clockwork Orange. He's got a lifetime pass. <laughs> he's one of the best. Okay. Oh, man. But, yeah, uh, I loved his part of it. They kind of really bastardized it in the second one, but still, he was fun. Yeah. Um, I do remember him in the series. I think he's, of course, a welcome addition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, the only thing I want to talk about, Gordon, is this uh, this Deepwater Horizon, which you seem super excited about. Marky Mark. I am very much on the fence with that movie. BP Oil. Very much on the fence <laughs> with that movie. 
Is it propaganda? <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't know. They they got a story. They want to get this movie out while it's still a thing. Does anybody remember the BP oil spill? It seems like it was so long ago now, right? Doesn't it? I mean, I liked when South Park was South Park fun. ripped it, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. We're sorry. Uh, we're sorry. 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 <laughs> that was good. But yeah, uh, bringing in Marky Mark, who apparently will do anything these days, right? Anything. Have you? What, what's the last thing you saw of him that you liked? Jeez. He was in Transformers, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that one. Um, F. Maybe The Fighter? Okay, I didn't see that one. Maybe? That was a good one? But, I mean, it was more of like a showcase for Christian Bale. Right, that's what like, I heard. Like, Marky Mark was good in it, but, like, it wasn't his movie. Even though he was the main character. It was yeah. it was Christian Bale that kind of took, took the it spotlight over. on that one. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to have to go look, because I don't remember, like, much of what Mark Wahlberg's been in recently that I've at least enjoyed. I mean, he was in... Uh, well, let me tell you what I thought of this. When we were sitting in the theater and we watched the trailer, right? I'm thinking, oh, in the middle of the ocean. Oh, oil rig. Okay. Mm-hmm. When's the big monster going to pop out of the water? Oh, here it goes. Oh, what's going down? Did they unlock, you know? Yeah. Did they drill a hole into another dimension and now a bunch of monsters are going to come out? <laughs> oh, it's just about. Just oil. Just oil going <laughs> everywhere. Oh, they can't stop it? <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, yeah. at the end, you know, friggin', you know, he's gonna, you know, fight Satan, and you know, Godzilla's gonna come in, and have yeah. his back, or, yeah, know, something's gonna happen. Uh, let's go through these. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's Home. Okay, excellent movie. Ted, Ted Two. I don't count comedies. Okay, Lone Survivor. That's the one. That right? one supposedly okay. got decent reviews. I heard that was a good um, movie. We gotta give him that one. Pain and Gain. No, I didn't care for it was that. Garbage. Uh, Two Guns. I don't remember that. Denzel. I heard that was all right. Prisoners. Now, he was an executive producer for that. Um, I will count a comedy because it's the most recent one other than Ted and Ted 2. What? Uh, the well, Other Guys. Okay. Well, I that, thoroughly enjoyed that. was a that long time ago. I thoroughly point. enjoyed that movie. Um, and then there was The Fighter. I acted that um, on, on Other on than stage. that, I think my favorite movie with him in it might be The Departed. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Departed, but that and, you know the, the Happening, of course. The Happening was yeah. legendary. Legendary movie. Did you see that uh, scene with the polar cult bears? Classic. Absolutely. Yeah. When he's yelling at the plant to stop. Yeah. Stop. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop being evil. Stop. And the plant was just like having none of Leave it. us alone. They they weren't gonna. <laughs> what? No. Ma'am, no. Ma'am, no. I'm not. No, we're not. <laughs> Mark, he's got some hits and some misses, man. Uh, um, yeah, love the guy. And it's usually big hits or, or big, big misses. Mi- you're right. You're right. Now think about it. Um, love the guy. Uh, yeah. Are you interested in seeing this film about oil and it going everywhere? I'll give it a shot. Okay, I'll give it a shot. It's fair. I'll 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 be fair to it and give it a shot because it does look one of the, like more of the one of the more intriguing movies. I'm surprised we didn't see Daniel Day Lewis get thrown in there that seems like his type of movie right oil. anything with oil in yeah. it um let's see what else i'm just curious what else uh mark Wahlberg has coming up i mean 
is is he still continuing the uh, Transformers uh, franchise? Apparently so. In 2017, oh, Transformers: wow. The Last Night. Let's think about it. You're Mark Wahlberg. You're getting paid. What is he? I mean, I'd say from 15 to 20 million, right? To yeah. do this role. Yeah. You don't care how bad it is. No. You're gonna do it. No. You're showing up to set. And then also, he is gonna be Steve Austin in the Six Billion Dollar Man. Really, Colonel Steve Austin. 2017. Shut up. Okay. And he's gonna produce it. Well, maybe maybe he's a big fan of the series. He does seem to know a lot about the 80s from Ted, but I thought that might have just been Seth MacFarlane's influence. Um, but yes. No, Mark Wahlberg, he was definitely, uh, I mean, he was prominent in the 90s, right? Early 90s? Yeah. Is that when he was rapping? So I guess he would be in 80s. Maybe, maybe late 80s? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 80s was his time. Yeah. I could see it. Absolutely. So yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he was born in 71. Everybody so. likes Colonel Steve Austin. Yeah. Um, yeah, F. Gordon. We just, uh, we just don't have a lot of talks about tonight, do we? Yeah, we need to go see some movies. We don't see any movies. We're on a we movie. We got to go see some movies. I watched. Uh, I rewatched The Witch last night. Okay, got that on DVD. You know, uh, both the both leads in that movie, the male and female, are both on Game of Thrones. I did not know that. You don't say. Not the leads, but I guess the, the mom, the and mother the dad. and dad. Yeah, both uh, not super prominent characters, but they're on the show. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I went back and watched it. And still holds up. Still love it. Still huh? like it. It's, it's a special kind of horror. Movie. I may have been uh, a little bit too blazed last time I saw the movie, because so. um, <laughs> I don't remember being able to see Black Phillip's face. You don't remember that at all? No, I don't remember being able to see him. The whole film? Yeah. <laughs> like Wait. you know his actual face, like the human face. Oh, he had. They show that? Yeah. Are you sure? They? I don't think they show that in film. I rewatched it. Maybe they put it on the DVD. Maybe, because you could just kind of see his face. You could see, like, he had a very, like, Puritan, like, almost Shakespeare look to him. He had the little mustache and, like, a little... You couldn't little, see that in the little movie. little chin thing coming down. You, it wasn't that you were That's blazed. what I they thought. They didn't show it, man. That's what I thought. You could see his boots. He had, like, some cowboy boots yeah. on. That's no, all you could see. In this one, he was standing right over, ne- right over her shoulder, just, like, talking to her. And you could like you could kind of see his face like it it wasn't like super clear but you could definitely make out his face. He was like a white. Maybe it was a theater screen. I don't know. That could be it. Cause um, I I thought maybe I was just I was too just too out of my mind. Yeah, maybe it was too dark on the in, on the screen or something. But it's possible. Uh, but that's why did it heighten or did you wish you they left more to the imagination? I didn't mind it. Either way, it's still I didn't fine. mind it. It, okay. it was fine. Okay, it was fine either way. Yeah, I uh, watched it with my cousin actually, uh, and uh, she wasn't too fond of it. Well, it's it's definitely for it's a not, certain kind of yeah movie fiend. Well, we had a we had a fan blowing pretty hard, and it was tough to understand. Like it's already tough to to grasp the uh, the language. Yeah. you know the the sixteen hundreds Puritan language. I know what you mean. That's going on. So on top of that not being able to hear because of a fan blowing so we don't you know die of heat exhaustion wishest thou goest into the forest right and, you know, retrieveth, yeah you know. retrieveth thine meat what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know he wants to go hunting is that what you're saying it's just yes it's just tough yeah <laughs> it's just tough to tough to grasp it's not for everybody uh, but i still thoroughly enjoyed it's, it's a great movie i thought you know it's just it's very different and has a lot going there was a couple it. yeah there was a couple things i picked up again um i believe last time we talked about it um we couldn't figure out what happened to the two twins at the end right 
they got remember it, it looked like it got in there and it got them but it didn't show exactly what happened yeah because i went back and watched it and um when she wakes up after that incident that when they get locked into that little um like, like it was like a shed or something yeah like. basically a shed for their animals little outhouse kind yes. of thing. um but stable yeah stable there you go that's a better word for it um yeah when when they when she wakes up the next morning and then you know the father comes out and gets speared by the goat spoilers spoilers black philip is a murderer is the devil he's the devil <laughs> um uh the mother comes out and she doesn't check the stable uh-huh but it's kind of implied that she knows that the kids are not in there anymore because she says to her like what'd you do with them okay she, she asks her that and that's when they like you know get into like the little scruffle mm-hmm. their altercation um so that it answered a few extra questions that i had for the movie okay. i couldn't remember um because I, I also had trouble remembering the beginning of it yeah, I don't remember what happened at the beginning. Because it, it, it turned out that, you know, their family was too extreme. Right, right. Of, they were too Puritans. Uh, Puritan for yeah. the Puritans, which you, right. you That's really got That's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Um, but still, holds up to me. One of the better witch movies I've ever seen. You know, yeah. outside like Hocus Pocus, of course. You can't top that one. Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... It's it's one of my one of my favorites. It was one of the I think it was one of the sleeper hits of 2015. I agree, and it was was it 2015? It was different, or was it 2016? Pretty sure 2015. It might have been 16. Now that you say it, hmm. um, but yeah, just a different take on horror films in general. Mm-hmm. Really, mostly built on suspense versus you know uh, all the yeah. crap and tropes you'd normally see. Yeah, I think it was early 2016. Yeah, okay. Because it was re-released in theaters like April 1st. Really? Yeah. Okay. For whatever reason. Hmm. And then it came out on DVD May 17th, day before my birthday. Interesting movie. So, Interesting yeah, movie. Yeah, if, um, it, it's, it's one of those movies that uh, sticks to the folk folklore, like the folktale. Yes. Very well. Because, I mean, folktales are pretty grisly. They're pretty gruesome. Yeah, I They're remember not happy. saying, like, this, if... Like it sticks to like stuff you would re- you feel like you would read this and this is how it would say it happened in the 1600s. Right, it's like word for word, which story? Right, down to the last detail. Right, because there's almost no jump scares in this movie. Yeah, which all, is what I like. It's all sp- suspense driven and and psychological uh, tone. Um, yeah, it makes you and and I I realized watching it again the uh, the color palette on it. It's very. It's very grim. Dark. Yeah, it's very dark. dark. Gray, the way it's shot, of a lot of gray. Uh, yeah, a lot of just dull. Like um, the time of day is mm-hmm. always dreary. Yeah, like yeah, just a uh, lot of lot of lot of dullness. Yes. That's that's the best way to describe Bleak. this movie. Bleak. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you uh, anybody out there listening hasn't seen it yet, go check it out. Yeah, especially if you're a film fan. Rent it first. On on Red Redbox or something. It's not for everyone. It is not for everybody. It's hard to understand. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, it's But you may be surprised at how much you do enjoy it. As a film fan. Yeah. Yes. Just give it an open just be open minded. Yes. Give it a chance to take its take hold of you. Because it's the cinematography, it's shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. It it's a gorgeous looking movie. Um all the actors nail it. Hundred percent. Great. Uh The Witch, awesome. 
you know. What about the last 15 seconds? Like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, that is another thing that I, I want to touch on, because the last time we spoke, I had an issue with that. Right, I remember. Um, not so much anymore. Yeah. I saw it again, and I, I, I'm, I'm willing to be okay with where it stopped. Yeah. But, there is one particular part that it could have also stopped that I would have been happy with. Happier? Just as happy, maybe a little bit happier. Okay. But just as happy. Fair. Fair. Um, I agree. The, I, when I rewatched the ending, I was like, okay, that's fine. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, because it didn't look as silly as I thought it did originally. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Um, but there's the part that I would say that I thought maybe it should have ended. Um, if anybody out there is listening and watches it, it's when she strips down naked and then walks into the woods. Yes. You see this, um, this long drawn shot from way back of her walking into the woods with uh, Black Phillip following her. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe right then and there when she enters the woods, it should have just ended. Yes. I, and that's what we were expecting. Yeah. But then, dredges on. You get about more. 30, 40 more seconds, maybe a minute more of, of movie. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of polarizing. Yeah. But, you know. Like Which I is said, not, it's not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. I agree. But that's just my humble opinion. I agree, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's whatever. Either way, it's still a good movie. It's still worth seeing. Still worth giving a shot. Yeah. Well, because, uh, I mean, 91% on, on Rotten Tomatoes, critically speaking. Come on. 55% fan. Fans. <laughs> that sounds about right, yeah. don't it? And usually it's the opposite. Right? Usually it's the opposite. So. When it comes to, say, an Avengers movie. Right. See. Separates, you know, the critics from, you know, people that just want to, you know, stuff popcorn in the face, which there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I feel that way on a lot of movies. Yep. There's some movies that I watch purely just to pass some time, mm-hmm. just to entertain myself, something to fall asleep to. I agree. I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, folks, that's uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. Um, find us on Facebook, uh, Screen Kings, uh, Twitter, at uh, Screen Kings Pod, and uh, go to our website and check out some of our movies, reviews. We did one for The Witch, right? Yeah. You yeah. did one, right? Yeah, I wrote one for The Witch. It's still on there, go man. Go read it. It was, a good, it was a good article. It was right? decent. I just need to read that. Um, uh, yeah, check it out. It's uh, what, ScreenKingsPod.com. Mm-hmm. Check us out there. But uh, other than that, uh, I am T.H. Luttrell. And I am Hunterberry, a.k.a. Detective Gordon. <laughs> I told you never use your <laughs> No, but uh, we'll see you next week. All right. See you guys.